Kathy Parks, Paul's daughter, joins me now with her lawyer, Melissa Miller, partner over at Howie Sachs and Henry. Good to have you with us both. Let me start with you on this, Kathy. Um, this has been done in BC. This has been done in several uh, states in the U.S. Uh, what's your reaction when you heard that the premier may be looking at this legislation uh, to enact it in uh, Ontario? Well, my first reaction was was anger. Absolutely. Um, I just think that you know I'm watching what he says in his uh, press briefings, and his actions don't match his words. So this screams to me that it's another step to protect for-profit homes. I understand the need to protect, you know, uh, staff members who unwittingly brought COVID into the home. That's never been in question. And uh, I can say that for myself, I've always been very supportive of the PSWs and the nurses that have worked hard during this pandemic. Um, So it's never been about harming them in any way. But to me, this leaves a loophole for for for-profit homes to sidestep lawsuits. And that in some ways is the only recourse that, uh, that myself and other families have. He was asked about this on Wednesday uh, during the press conference, and he said, you know, there will be no, uh, you know, bad actors that get away with bad behavior. Um, And so it's not that people won't be punished. I guess the feeling behind this is that they don't want to end up bankrupting these facilities. Is it good enough for you if a lawsuit doesn't go forward than if a facility in in this case, Orchard Villa, um, were penalized? Would that be enough for you? No, it's not. I think... And I think that part of the reason why my family is doing what we're doing is because we want accountability directly for my father, Paul Parks. And I think every family that's joined together under Melissa feels the same way. We want accountability. And I, and I, I feel like Doug Ford is repeatedly saying with a, you know, this, this commission and now this, you know, we're, we're going to leave this, um, this change to class action lawsuits. And he's basically saying, trust me. But unfortunately, our trust has been broken. And I don't feel like I can trust him. I don't feel like uh, an independent commission will work. I don't feel like giving these loopholes to for-profit homes and saying, well, don't worry, we'll take care of the bad actors. I don't trust it. And so how far are you willing to go? Uh, I will go as far as I can, as far as I have to. I mean, I I am one person, but we are joined together, the families of Orchard Villa. I've also reached out to representatives from other long-term care homes in Ontario, and we all feel the same, and we're all willing to unite and see this through to the end. Let me bring Melissa into this conversation because you are a part of this, you're helping uh, with with this particular issue. Um, You know, it's not implemented, the legislation hasn't been tabled, so there's nothing there yet, Um, but it would derail this, correct? Well, I don't know if it would derail it. I think it's going to certainly throw up some unnecessary roadblocks. Uh, You know, based on what we've heard, which is extremely little, it sounds like Ford says, as long as you can still prove gross negligence or bad faith, we're not going to let bad actors get away with this. All of that language. I don't really know what all of that means. Um, I can tell you that regardless, I think Orchard Villa was grossly negligent. I think there was some bad faith there, but having to, adding that extra threshold to these cases is completely unnecessary and cumbersome and has the opposite of the intended effect. Because it's not as if starting the lawsuit on behalf of the Orchard Villa families automatically means there's a blank check at the other end of that. Even under our current regime, we have to prove 
negligence. We have to mm. prove Orchard Villa, and Orchard Villa isn't the only home that I'm suing. I'm suing several on behalf of families who've lost loved ones from COVID. Um, we have to prove that these homes fell below the standard of care. And adding an extra layer to that, so it's not enough that they were just negligent. What Ford is saying is, it's not enough that they fell below the standard of care. They have to have really fallen below the standard of care. It, it's, it's completely counterintuitive and it gives these homes a free pass, a pat on the back, mostly for profit, when what we should be looking for is accountability and justice from every possible avenue, because this was an absolute tragedy. And it does tend to become political very quickly, and I anticipate this will become very political very quickly. Um, and, and Ford in the past has not hesitated to say that if he needs to take a license away from a facility, he will do that, even if it's a private care. And then you get into the conversation about, well, he just wants to protect his friends who own these profit care um, places. But is there any merit to the argument that by going after these facilities and bankrupting them, through you know civil action, you know we would then not have enough places for people to go. No one is getting bankrupted by a civil lawsuit. There is insurance that they have, and by the way, these insurance companies have known about what these uh, homes have been up to for years. All of the non-compliance reports are publicly available through the Ministry of Health and Long-Term Care website. So any complaints and non-compliance orders that have ever been issued are publicly available. And you will see that Orchard Villa in particular has been uh, particularly non-compliant. So Orchard Villa's insurance company should be aware of that, as any insurance company who insures these homes. So this isn't new information. This has been going on for a very long time. And that is why you purchase insurance, so that you have something to respond to legitimate claims to compensate those who lost loved ones in a situation like this. Now, they could put the legislation forward, but there would be nothing stopping you then from going through a human rights tribunal. I mean, they have become more and more uh, widely used. Uh, is that also an option you're looking at? Um, I don't, I haven't considered a human rights action. I don't know that that would be appropriate, but um, I mean, it's not going to stop any of the civil lawsuits that are currently ongoing or for from people bringing them in the first place. Because like I said, the argument is just going to be, okay, fine, you were grossly negligent. It's not going to eliminate the number of lawsuits and it's not going to eliminate um, the insurers who have to respond to this. All it's doing is making it more difficult for the families in the long run and adding an extra burden to their plate when they've already lost so much. Mm -hmm. And Kathy, have you heard from uh, Durham Police? I mean, there was a request to have this investigator to look into for criminal, uh, you know, criminality. Have you heard anything? Are they moving forward with anything that they've told you? Well, so I have been in talks with them, um, and this is this is another problem. Is um, as Doug Ford announced this independent commission, it then put a hold on Durham Regional Police. They came back and said, we don't know what's happening, who's investigating, will the OPP be involved? Therefore, we can't actually begin what we're doing mm -hmm. until they've decided what, what's happening with the Ford government and his independent commission. So everything is being put on hold. Um, the families are being, we've, we've been asked to wait since March the 14th, since the homes went into lockdown. And this is just one more step of asking us to wait, asking us to hold our breath, asking us to trust. And it's really frustrating. Are you prepared for what could end up being a David versus Goliath fight? I am, yes. 
Well, I appreciate both of you uh, joining us. We will uh, wait and see where this uh, takes us, and uh, we will continue following it. Kathy, I very much appreciate your time, and thank you, Melissa, for uh, giving us some clarity on it. Thank you. Thank you.